Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it. Next on the Ledger Report, Hunter Biden's bombshell, direct evidence of a link between the Biden crime family and the communist Chinese government. We will examine the wire transfer record and we will look at the actual reason the mainstream media are now finally admitting that the Hunter Biden laptop scandal is a bona fide story. Also, now it's not a matter of if there will be recession, but when. Plus, blue state governors don't need the COVID excuse to continue to exert control over tens of millions of useful idiots. And you know what? Being closed-minded when it comes to God and the United States Constitution is exactly what you should be. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked at the PC. Police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of The Ledger Report. After another, just take a look at what he's doing out at NATO. Ay, ay, ay. These people don't believe our representative. He disgraced our nation with his humiliating surrender in Afghanistan. And inflation is now, as you know, just reported highest in over 40 years. Gas prices are the highest in history. Think of that. And we had them below $2 a gallon think of that and now it's going up to five six seven eight nine ten now i can you count our borders are completely demolished bloodthirsty criminals are laying waste to our democrat-run cities there were more COVID deaths in 2021 than there were in 2020 with all the work we did too who would have believed that and just when you thought it couldn't get worse Joe Biden totally failed to deter Russia's disgraceful invasion of Ukraine. All those people are dead. Putin's heinous attack on a proud and sovereign nation shocks the conscience of every person of goodwill. Just last week, the failing New York Times finally admitted that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Remember when they said it was done by Russia? Russia, Russia, Russia did it again. Oh, that Russia, gee. I mean, Putin's got bigger problems right now, but he must have thought we were nuts. The laptop was done by Russia, which really means that Joe Biden's corruption, though, is real when the New York Times admitted it. But they waited till after the election and significantly before the next election, right? Because it's so bad. It's so bad what they did. Probably illegal, but it's so bad. Joe Biden should recuse himself from anything having to do with Ukraine because they've gotten so much money from Ukraine. How would you like to say that? A president should recuse himself because they've taken in a fortune. The son was getting $84,000 a month and a $3 million upfront payment 
from a very corrupt, they say, energy company. And when they asked him what he knows about energy, he said, I know nothing about energy. As soon as Republicans have the chance, they must immediately investigate the egregious election interference by the media. These people right back here, the fake media, the tech giants and intelligence officials who claimed it was Russia disinformation. How about these? How about these people in intelligence, intelligence, I quote, where they all said, oh, no, Russia did the laptop. Now they don't know what to do. There's 51 of them. They all said it was Russia. And they all should be held accountable, by the way. Um, I would add to that list that the president just mentioned there, recuse, Biden should recuse himself from anything to do with Ukraine. Same thing with communist China. Needs to recuse. Hunter Biden is all over the Chicoms. And we'll get into that in just a couple of minutes here. But the bottom line is the president is, and I don't admit that Joe Biden is the president, by the way. I never refer to Joe Biden as President Biden. You will never hear me say that. In fact, it felt funny just now saying that. He's Joe Biden. He's the occupant of the Oval Office. That's the way I look at Joe Biden. We need to resolve 2020. But back to what the president was saying there about the media. There is no way in hell that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the modern Marxist Democrat Party gets away with what they got away with in 2020 and prior to that and into the near future without the co-conspirators in the mainstream media. Now, we have a solution to that. And again, we'll get into that, I hope, in just a couple minutes here. And the solution is you and me. We can knock down to size where they should be, which is in the gutter, the mainstream media, uh, if we stick together. And as far as the president was talking about in terms of investigating, yes. The weak-kneed Republicans need to investigate all matter of things. The Hunter Biden laptop. The problem is they don't have a backbone, most of the Republicans on Capitol Hill. This is, should be a criminal investigation, and yes, there is one. Again, we'll get into that in just a moment. The modern Republican Party needs to investigate the entire 2020 election debacle and the thievery that went on there. And if they gain a majority in Congress, yes, the Republican Party needs to impeach Joe Biden on day one. And they need to run around Congress on Capitol Hill. I would wait until after the election to do this, just in case. But on day one, saying we're going to impeach Joe Biden. If they don't fight fire with fire, folks, it's over. There's only one thing a bully understands, and the modern Democrat Party, Marxist Democrat Party, is a bully. Make no mistake about it. The only thing a bully understands is fighting fire with fire. So the Republicans have to impeach Joe Biden, the occupant of the Oval Office. So back to the Hunter Biden and the infamous laptop situation. Personally, the New York Times admitting that the laptop is now a story is meaningless to me. Yours truly has been reporting on the scandals within it for what? Three years now? Interesting, though, that CNN just released a story featuring the headline, quote, federal investigation of Hunter Biden heats up, unquote. Now, don't get your hopes up about CNN all of a sudden covering the news as it should or as it used to in the Ted Turner days. However, 
If you look at these sudden 180s from these two venerable news sources through a political lens, maybe, just maybe, there is something there, there. Joining me now from somewhere in Virginia, not too far from Washington, D.C., independent investigative journalist and host of The Absolute Truth on Frank's Speech, a.k.a. Lindell TV, Emerald Robinson. Emerald? For the record, MRC has the mainstream media ignoring the two words Hunter Biden for 261 straight days. I think CBS swerved into a report in the last uh, 48 hours or so. So I guess the string is over and they'll start a new string of another 261 days without uttering uh, Hunter Biden. But what about this theory that I proffer to you? That the New York Times, the Washington Post, and CNN, sure, they're trying to cover their tracks to make it look like they're on the right side of history, that they actually reported about Hunter Biden's laptop and that it is, quote, a story. But what if they are, from a political perspective, softening the target, as in Joe Biden, to get him the hell out of the way because they realize his, his ratings are tanking, he is a liability, and by 2024, he may not be able to even finish a sentence. Well, hi, Graham. It's good to be talking to you again, former colleague. I'm very excited about this. Um, you hit it on the, the nail on the head with the, the last theory. That's exactly what it is. You can never count on the New York Times or the Washington Post, especially those two. I think they're probably the worst to put anything out like this unless there's something larger going on. There's something more coordinated. And as you said, Democrats just know now that there's no way they can move forward with, with, forward with Joe Biden. He isn't even capable of putting on a show anymore. And they're going to go ahead and lay the groundwork to get rid of him by 2024. What's also concerning about it, Graham, is it's not just, you know, the media that's it's participating in this campaign. It's also our intelligence agencies and the FBI, because you look at how they were previously trying to cover up. Anything that had to do with the Hunter Biden laptop and the Biden business deals overseen in season multiple, multiple uh, countries. Also, the DOJ really hasn't been pushing this investigation of Hunter Biden. And it's been more of a sham, even though we now know they did have two witnesses testify before a grand jury. This could have been wrapped up much, much sooner because there's so much that's already known about his business deals. But it's been hanging in the background just in case they needed right. to pull the trigger in case they needed to replace him. How about this CIA? I don't want to go too deep into this, but it's just mind boggling to me that the mainstream media would ignore something like this as simple as a post on social media from a a person, I guess, who claims to be a former CIA officer, one of the 51 who said, yes, it's a it's a credible disinformation campaign from uh, the Russian government, (laughs) the Hunter Biden laptop. And now this guy is actually bragging that he is happy that he affected the outcome in one way or another of the presidential campaign, that he stopped Donald Trump uh, from winning a second term in office. And just for the record, I want to hear your opinion on this, but just for the record, this guy's name is John Cipher, as in Lucifer, but it's spelled S-I-P-H-E-R. Just for the record, in case people want to know who this guy is, who's bragging about tainting the 2020 election cycle. Well, look, they've been very bold about it. Remember that that article written by Molly Ball in Time magazine about the shadow conspiracy to fortify the 2020 election. They're proud of themselves. They wear it as a badge of honor and there are no repercussions on their side. Like you said in your open, 
Republicans are very soft on them. When they take power, we always hear what they're going to do, but do they really ever do it, Graham? We sat through two years of a Republican majority with a Republican, a strong Republican president in the White House, Donald Trump, and not a whole lot got done as to what should have gotten done. In fact, they effectively blocked the Trump agenda on so many fronts themselves and the Democrats didn't have to do anything. There's many times they could have held uh, Democrats accountable. So I don't expect much there. So people like this intelligence agent or former one, whatever, I, from what I, all my intelligence sources always tell me, once you're in, you're never former and you're never retired. So all those people going on MSNBC and CNN who say they're former intelligence, keep in mind, they're not that former after all, and this is also a concerted effort to uh, promote the intelligence community uh, propaganda in our mainstream media. But it's also, you know, it's also on our intelligence agencies that they are coordinating with this. But again, they're totally proud, Graham. But that does make it a little bit harder. Our, in, our I, I can tell you from covering DC, the intelligence agencies, the DOJ, nearly every institution in that town, well, every institution is just rotten to the core. So will there be any kind of real accountability? No, it would take wiping out, no matter even if Republicans take back the majority, they then have to try to wipe out the federal institutions and the federal law enforcement yep. and clean it out. And that's a huge job. AKA, AKA part of the swamp. Now there is a US attorney uh, in Delaware and we're not talking about the John Durham uh, investigation uh, and mm -hmm. soon to be report, hopefully. We're talking about a guy uh, who's working out of uh, Delaware uh, investigating Hunter Biden. He was appointed by Trump recently uh, to this position, from what I understand, but also has ties to Barack Obama. So I don't know mm -hmm. exactly what the metadata is uh, behind this guy. Maybe you do. But I want to I want to talk about what he's looking at. Apparently, there's been a grand jury formed. Uh, there's been witnesses, uh, two close associates to Hunter Biden. Uh, among the witnesses, they're looking at money laundering involving foreign investment. And we have the United States Senate. God bless Chuck Grassley for trying to uncover evidence. And he's found some, uh, a pretty heavy duty mm -hmm. smoking gun, in my opinion. And I want to roll just a little bit of sound from Chuck Grassley as he's unveiling this bank account data that links the communist Chinese government to the Biden crime family. Roll tape. This is $100,000 from what is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese government direct to Hunter Biden. So a second question, question to the liberal media and my Democrat colleagues who accused us over the last two years of distributing Russian disinformation is this official bank document Russian disinformation? So not only this, but uh, Hunter Biden has ties to a, a contractor, a U.S. contractor, who was given millions of our taxpayer dollars uh, in Ukraine. Probably this, this contractor has ties to mm -hmm. researching deadly pathogens. So what's important here, uh, uh, Emerald, more than anything else to me, is that the big guy is linked to this. I don't really care about a crack smoking son of a senator. I care about the quote big guy and how the mainstream media ignored this story. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I tend to disagree with you a little bit on the crack smoking senator's son because this is how so many of our politicians launder money and they, they enact policy 
foreign policy that should be in the best interest of the American people, not on the best interest of the American people, but instead on the kind of kickbacks they're going to get via relationships like this. Now, the Bidens were particularly good at it, right? They sent Hunter out there all over the world, and he got these big deals. He got these big jobs. And then he details in his emails, his text messages, that they he, he's only, always having to give 10% or half, and it's according to what you're looking at, what time he wrote it to the big guy, which is clearly Joe Biden. Some of uh, at least one uh, former colleague, former associate of Hunter Biden confirmed that, Tony Bobulinski, that was you know during the 2020 election cycle. But this isn't just a smoking gun either. I mean, this is definitive proof because it is a wire transfer. It's a financial document from uh, CEFC, which is a Chinese uh, energy firm, and they're an arm, they are CCP. They're an arm of the Chinese government. And this is a direct payment to Hunter Biden. Now we know they got a loan from China, $5 million, the Bidens did. That really upset Tony Bobulinski and that's why he flipped on them. Then you look in Ukraine and Hunter Biden is also tied to Metabiota, that a DOD contractor who had ties to Tony Fauci, Echo Health Alliance, that was funded by the US government to conduct those labs, conduct those research, in Ukraine, I have to ask you, and you know, I just your viewers, just think for yourselves. I, I it's almost overwhelming. It sounds like a novel, right? You're saying Hunter Biden had ties to a company that has ties to Echo Health Alliance, which has ties to the Wuhan lab, which is where this virus came from, the COVID pandemic. Yep. It just it, it it sounds too fantastic. So it sounds how, like that's a one cheap- reason too. Sounds like a cheap novel that wouldn't sell more than 100 copies uh, on Amazon. Uh, Emerald, thank you uh, for your viewpoint. So you're all over the place in terms of uh, your journalism. And this is what I was alluding to um, by all over the place. I mean, in a good way, I was alluding to just a couple of minutes ago that we are the mainstream media now and people need to stick together and need to support you in your efforts as an independent investigative journalist who's taken some arrows recently but who in the end cares about the truth. And so you're on Lindell TV, AKA Frank speech, but also Substack. So if folks want to find you, they can find you in those two places. Where else? Yeah, basically those two for right now, clearly I go out there and I am on, you know, I'm doing your show today. And what I love about this new world we're in Graham and the world versus the world we left behind is there's so much more collaboration, right? It's I'm, I'm doing Frank speech and Lindell TV, but, I'm able to go and you know contribute with a lot of other uh, other outlets that are out there and have them come on my stuff and I feel like there's so much more coordination I'm saying you know we're seeing oh well this journalist over here is doing really great work as an independent yep. journalist or over on this other platform let's talk about that let's share that let's promote this because it's really good work so I love that um so Frank speech you can download the app from the app store is an easy way to watch or the app from Roku you can live stream online or you can and you can also visit my substack at www.emeraldd as in dog b as in boy 3.substack.com and that's where i put my real detailed uh, investigative work and i try to link my sources so you can go and study it for yourself right. you can go look for yourself and it's all there and all sourced and we have to stick together yes but we also need funds you know <laughs> we have to we have to put food on the table you have a child to feed at least one that i know of uh, so we we do uh, need oh, support um, since from we folks. And I'm not I'm not begging for money here. I'm just uh, pointing out the the blatantly obvious, as my buddy would say. Emerald, thank you. Keep up the great work.
Coming up next, the Supreme Court nominee who, uh, if she is affirmed to the United States Supreme Court, could rule on the most significant Roe versus Wade abortion case since 1973, as the Ledger Report continues. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. Mike Lindell is a warrior for the Constitution and our Judeo-Christian values. Please support him by supporting MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com and enter Ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, in the promo code box for up to 66% off. Also buy Relief Factor, pain relief without prescriptions and without harmful addictive medications. Go to ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain or call 833-425-7246, 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. And by PhD economist Dr. Kirk Elliott. Inflation is going through the roof. Kirk Elliott has been protecting income and retirement assets for over two decades. Graham Ledger owns gold and silver, and you should consider it too. Go to KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash ledger. That's Elliott with two L's and two T's. KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash ledger to protect yourself from out-of-control government. Thank you for supporting the Ledger Report. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. So most teachers just want to teach. They're not getting involved with, with very young kids to try to pursue um, some type of ideological agenda. They just want to do it. And, and that's I, so I think in some ways it's a parent's protection, but I also think it's a teacher protection because now teachers will be protected against someone from on high, whether in a bureaucracy or in a school board, telling them that they need to do gender bread man or telling them that they need to talk about things like transgender to a first or second grader. Um, Let's focus on the core academic subjects. Those issues, particularly for that age, you know, that's something that parents can discuss or not as they deem appropriate. But that is not the right of a school district to supersede the parents' rights um, and inject things that the parents don't think are appropriate at those ages. All right, so why, why is the Marxist radical left trying to infuse this kind of anti-family, anti-God, anti-frankly constitutional, rhetoric and thinking in these young people in schools. Well, I think a lot of people don't quite see the big picture here. I see the big picture clearly. And it is to destroy the, the very foundation of this republic. It is to upend what we all know to be a Judeo-Christian foundation in this country. And so that is the reason they are doing this. And 
what DeSantis has to deal with in Florida is probably a majority of conservatives. That's the good news. The bad news is there's an epicenter of corruption. And unfortunately, it's in a place called Orlando. But even drilling down further, it's in a place called what used to be the happiest place on earth, Disney World, is now Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you allow your children through those gates or your grandchildren through those gates, you are making a huge mistake because Disneyland and Disney World and Disney in general supports this anti-God kind of curriculum, anti-God thinking in this country. Now, also in Florida is one of the, this is the good news, is one of the largest gatherings of activated pro-parenting people you'll ever see on the planet. It is the Heartbeat International Annual Conference of God-fearing and God-serving patriots who understand that the most important issue of our time is life and protecting life at all stages. And it comes at a time when the abortion dynamic in this country could shift in the direction of life pretty soon. Joining me now from Jacksonville, Florida, National Director of Priests for Life, Father Frank Pavone. Father, uh, before we talk about the gathering there uh, in Jacksonville that you're taking uh, part in, I want to go back to this parents' first piece of uh, legislation, which is now law uh, in Florida. Uh, very timely, very important that parents have the right to allow their children to learn what the parents want them to learn. First of all, it's great to see you. And uh, yes, uh, it's it's timely for a couple of reasons that this has been now a new uh, attack point from the left and ultimately from Satan. And, uh, you know, he wants to destroy the family, wants to destroy life, wants to destroy our children. Uh, but we also have it as of two other things. It's fundamental to the church's teaching. What Governor DeSantis is doing here accents something that the Catholic Church has always taught, that parents have the fundamental responsibility for the uh, for the education of their children and many other of our fellow Christians and patriots believe that too uh, it's also a very hot political topic and a very advantageous political topic uh, for the Republican uh, side because we saw in Virginia how it uh, it played in that election and I think in the midterms we're going to see a lot of parents across America uh, voting red because they're because they're red hot with anger over what's being done to their children. And they should be. Um, real quick, I want to weigh in uh, down the road from you, uh, uh, Disney World, and what they're doing there. It's, it's so sad to see something like this happen. You, know, you and I are probably of an era where we uh, revered Disneyland and, and we enjoyed the things that Disneyland stood for. And now it's completely off the rails and it's very important, don't you think? that parents and grandparents understand what's going on behind the walls there in Disneyland and Disney World. That's right. They've got to pay attention to it. And uh, because, you know, it's, it's not just about uh, having fun or having an educational time. It's about what are these big corporations standing for and what are they standing against? And if we can't take a stand, well, then then what example are we giving to our children? And that's a that's an important dynamic here. If our children understand, look, we're standing up against uh, something that's very harmful uh, to all of us. And what a beautiful thing to pass on to our children, uh, that example of resisting evil. 
All right. Uh, the Supreme Court uh, could hear the most significant pro-life or abortion case, however you want to look at it, um, since 1973. It's out of the Mississippi ruling uh, that effectively says you cannot have an abortion uh, after 15 weeks, I believe it is. Um, we have this woman who's the nominee to uh, assume a seat on the Supreme Court, Jackson, who is refusing to even define what a woman is. Um, this really underscores, Father, I think, how important uh, not only elections are, obviously, and the, in the uh, uh, Joe Biden and the White House, but also how important their nominees are and how this can affect really the course of generations in this country. You know, uh, Graham, first of all, I wonder what uh, what Biden thinks about the fact that she couldn't define a woman, given that he led with the idea that he was going to appoint a, a black woman to the Supreme Court. So sort of they, they trip over themselves. It undercuts their their own their own rhetoric. But yes, as you said, the Supreme Court is, is reconsidering abortion policy now. Hopefully they will get things straight before. Uh, 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 Jackson even becomes a justice because the decision is imminent now in this Dobbs case, as you said, coming out of Mississippi, protecting babies from 15 weeks forward. Many Americans don't even realize that abortion is allowed after 15 weeks of pregnancy, but it is right until birth. But the court is reconsidering that now, not to set policy themselves, because they shouldn't be setting policy, but rather to allow legislators to do what many right. legislators have been trying to do for 50 years, uh, and that is to protect these children. Uh, Jackson is completely off. Any any Democrat appointee would be completely off base when it comes to uh, to abortion. It's unfortunate, but that's an axiom these days when it comes to the modern Marxist Democrat Party. Heartbeat uh, International Conference, what is your message to folks there? Uh, are we winning this war? We are definitely winning. I'm gathered here with about 1,500 people who are directors of uh, the more than 3,000 pregnancy centers across the country. And we have a just a tremendous, tremendous conference going on here where they're sharpening their skills. They're learning the latest technology, not only in terms of ultrasound and other medical services, but also in terms of technology to get the message out to the local communities that help is available for anyone who feels that she must have an abortion. I speak at this conference every year, and my message to them is one of encouragement, is that they're doing the most important work on earth. Uh, my message to them is that as they serve these moms and dads and families, that is not disconnected from the political debates in our country, and they realize that it all, everything affects uh, everything else. In fact, there was a Supreme Court case just a few years ago that affected the pregnancy centers very directly, where some states right. like California and Hawaii were trying to tell them that they had to refer people to abortion. But the point is that, uh, no, they're very, 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 very committed. There's a great group of people here. And, 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 and it's, it's important for our viewers to know and to pass along the fact that this is the face and this is the heart of the pro-life movement. It is being there day after day, providing counseling, encouragement, parenting services, legal and medical support, financial help to moms who feel they cannot continue that pregnancy. We don't just say don't do abortion. What we say is we're here to help you, not to judge you. We're here right. to help you and your baby and your whole family.
Pregnancy Resource Centers are the uh, antithesis of Planned Parenthood. And for more information, you can go to my website, GrahamLedger.com, and you click on Ledger for Life. I have information about Pregnancy Resource Centers, and you really should consider supporting them because they are the ones who literally set up next to Planned Parenthood and often pick off these abortion-minded young girls in particular and use an ultrasound to show them their baby. And the success rate, the conversion rate, I don't know, Father, what is it, like 60 70%, something like that? Yes, exactly, exactly. Very, very strong. In certain circumstances, it's even higher, depending on okay. how they're shown the baby and what they're told. Uh, but, you know, lives are being saved each and every day. And a lot of these centers, too, Graham, have um, healing, healing programs for those who've already had abortions. And right. that's an important facet of this whole work as well. Well, God bless you in the most important effort, in my opinion, of, of our time. I think that you are the patron saint of the unborn. So thank you, Father, and good luck uh, with your speech there. Still ahead, blue state governors don't need the COVID excuse to continue to exert control over tens of millions of what are really useful idiots as the ledger report continues. that annuities are a great way to protect a portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk? And unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they are probate free and can provide an income that you can't outlive. With all the different companies, features, indexes, and benefits which annuities offer, it can be confusing choosing which annuity is best for your unique situation. Let a company you can trust help you select an annuity that's right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's a Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. Add an annuity to your retirement portfolio and start enjoying the many benefits that smart investors love. The Cleveland Insurance Group, 844-USA-2024. I want to shift gears to your proposal uh, that you made yesterday. Um, one of the reactions that we're getting is Stop on X. Stop tape. Before I hear from this slick haired uh, dude who has destroyed the largest state by population in the union, absolutely destroyed it. And unfortunately, too many Californians are applauding while he's doing it. More on that in just a minute. But this guy just released minutes ago a picture of himself reading a book. 
mocking states like Florida, states like Texas, who are saying no to these so-called children's books that are no more than propaganda trying to indoctrinate these children into thinking it's okay that Johnny calls himself Sally and Sally calls herself Johnny. And you can consider yourself pansexual. I don't even know what pansexual is. This lady, a CEO, one of the CEOs, one of the C-level people at, at Disney World or Disney or whatever, came out and said, we need more gender something going on at the park because my children, one of them is uh, transsexual and the other is pansexual. I said, pansexual? What in the wide world of sports is pansexual? So I had to look it up. And pansexual means that you're attracted to all kinds of things. It could be another woman, could be another man. It could be transgender. It could be non-binary. I still don't know what that means. Someone enlightened me on non-binary. I don't know what that means, but apparently it's on the driver's license check boxes in California. They got male, female, non-binary. So pansexual, I guess you could be in love with a tree. You know? Hey, there's a yacht over there. I'm in love with that. I, this is insanity. And so this guy, Mr. Slickhair, is mocking governors like DeSantis who are trying to protect young minds from this crazy filth. And yes, the work of Satan and stopping these radical school boards from trying to indoctrinate the children in order to destroy this republic. That is the reason they're doing this. If you destroy the very foundation, the Judeo-Christian foundation of this republic, if that is obliterated and slowly it's being chipped away at, we have to admit that, ladies and gentlemen. We have to admit it. This didn't happen 100 years ago. There was a solid Judeo-Christian foundation in this republic. It's being chipped away at. And if you can do that enough, if these Marxists can do that enough, they can get away with anything. Because up becomes down and down becomes up. Male becomes female and female becomes male. And there's no difference between any of them. And that's why this swimmer, this Tia, whatever his name is, not a her, it's a him. Uh, is getting away with what he's getting away with. It's, a, it's absolute insanity. It's an insult to the vast majority of Americans. Unfortunately, the vast majority of Americans apparently aren't paying tuition at colleges. The power to end this TIA nonsense is with you parents who have children in college. This is the only way to do it. You speak with your dollars and say, you end this nonsense now. I don't care whether it's a public or private university. You speak with your dollars and you say, I end this now. Now, in California, there's another problem. I don't know if you heard about this, but they just eliminated the SAT test as part of one of the requirements, of course, to get into college. At the UC level, they eliminated it, I don't know, months ago. Now the Cal State system. Together, the UC system and the Cal State system of colleges is the largest in the world. Think about that. Tens of millions of young minds flow through there in the years that people are going to college. And they're no longer required to take a standardized test that every university in the country and probably beyond the borders of this country use to figure out whether you qualify 
and you will do well to go to college. It's obliterated now. They said it's too hard. First, it was because of COVID. Can you explain that one to me? Why would COVID affect taking a test exactly? I don't know, Graham, neither do I. But now it's just too hard, it's too stressful. So what are they raising in California now? Amoebas, little amoebas that are not gonna be stressed? Oh, they're stressed out all right. Let me tell you, speaking as a former refugee from California, or as a current refugee from California, a former California resident. There are echelons, there are layers and layers and layers of stress that people are under in California that they don't even know about. And you don't know about it because you are the proverbial frog in the pot. And the heat is being turned up and up and up and up and suddenly you're boiling, you're scalded. And so most of the people, whether they agree with this maniac or not, are in the midst of having the heat turned up on them, slowly but surely, layer upon layer upon layer of stress, caused primarily by government, but then in many cases caused by resident upon resident. It's a deep, deep matter, but just take my word for it. I lived it for virtually my entire life. Roll tape. Equity in this proposal that relies on vehicle registration and not tax records or income. Some have pointed to the example, someone, an individual who owns a Mercedes-Benz and a Tesla, um, because electric vehicles are eligible under this plan, would be able to get $800. Your response to that kind Stop of- Stop uh, Okay, we're not gonna hear from Mr. Slickhair here. Um, the guy, by the way, the irony of him sitting down reading a book, apparently he can't read for whatever reason. You do the research, I don't know why, I don't really care. So here's this intrepid reporter asking about why somebody who owns a Tesla gets a $400 gasoline rebate. Okay. Well, I have the explanation for that. I mean, it's laughable, right? You're getting a $400 gasoline rebate and you own a Tesla. I mean, only in California, right? I'll tell you why. Because this is not about giving people a tax break. If it was, they would eliminate the taxes in California on gasoline. That's why California, among the reasons why California has the highest gas in the, in the land per gallon, part of it is because of the gas tax. They could easily just say, we'll suspend the gas tax. They don't want to do that. It's control, baby. This is all about control. You drive a Tesla, we want to reward you. Even though 60% of all electricity, when they plug in those Teslas, 60% of the electricity that they get from that wall socket is from petroleum, natural gas, and coal. <laughs> I hate to burst their bubble, but I think I just did pop. It's lunacy, absolute lunacy in California. And I'm sorry, I have friends there and I have family, but you are useful idiots to stay there. You are useful idiots. You are feeding this beast and he is a beast. Somewhere in that slick hair, there's a 666 on his scalp. I know it. Still to come. It's not a matter of if there will be recession, but when, as the ledger report continues.
Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. So as the president has said, this is this is an important this is an important place for the United States. This is an important moment for democracy. Um, and but what we do know is that Putin's invasion of Ukraine will have impacts on both energy prices and food prices. So we, he has, as the president has said, we can expect that while our sanctions are going to have their focus and most of their impact on the Russian economy, that we can expect that we will see a bit of impact in the United States as well. So the first we're seeing is uh, some impact on gas prices and oil prices. We can also expect through fertilizer and energy prices to see some impact on food. Uh, That said, the president is focused on doing what he can to ensure that those increases are contained and that they are not the, you know, they're doing what he can to ease them for the American people. So that is, he's worked with our partners to increase an additional 60 million barrels from the, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Um, and he has, uh, he has other options on the table that he will be considering um, as, as they come up. In terms of food prices, uh, you know, the U.S., we, we don't expect a shortage here uh, because we are net exporters. <laughs> So we don't expect the shortage. Uh, So let's talk, I guess, in about six months, and we'll find out uh, if indeed there is a trickle-down effect for what is going on in terms of the government response to COVID. By the way, that's what this is all about. If you really want to know, the government has governments. It's not just the federal government of the United States, but governments across the the world have screwed up uh, everything. But this is a woman by the name of Cecilia Rose, who's uh, on the Economic Council, I guess, for... Uh, Joe Biden uh, in the White House. And she says this is an important moment for democracy. <laughs> well, I, you know, in a sense, I guess she's right. Because our economy is in uncharted territory right now. And as a result, the American people are hanging in the balance. And this is a, t- a moment in time that history is going to look back on and say, what in the wide world of sports were you doing, for example, at the Federal Reserve? But to sit there and blame all of this on Putin is insanity. This was happening. 
the destruction of our economy was happening well before Vladimir Putin decided to invade uh, Ukraine. So if there is a food shortage, it's because of the geniuses in Washington, D.C. and beyond. And one more thing, releasing 60 million barrels of oil is a drop in the bucket, proverbially speaking. 60 million will last the United States three days. Three days! And by the way, before we're done, he's going to deplete the petroleum reserve, which from what I understand was depleted when Donald Trump took office and he had to replenish it. And now, of course, it's another Democrat occupying the Oval Office depleting the petroleum reserve, which is supposed to be there in time of war, like real war in or on this country. Now, inflation. Let's talk about a true measure of inflation, shall we? Kansas City Barbecue at Arthur Bryant's BBQ in KC in December, this is December 2021, a 12-ounce brisket sandwich was $10.95. In January, the price rose to $15.95. And currently, it is a whopping $17.95 for a beef brisket sandwich. Now, almost $18, okay, if you're keeping score at home. It's not a ripoff. The owner had to do it. The cost of beef, a, a staple in virtually any society, is shooting through the roof. It's the rising cost of feeding cattle, it's slaughter, it's transportation that are destroying an American way of life. Okay, so who, what are responsible for this? The Wuhan coronavirus? No, a virus didn't cause this. Your politicians did. Joining me now from Denver, Colorado, economist and founder of Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., Kirk Elliott. In a nutshell, Kirk, you look at this as an economist, double PhD. You know what's happened here. You have a government that has completely dislocated, dislodged, and distorted the free market economy. What's left of the free market economy? What? Sorry about that. I was on mute. What that lady was saying prior, you know, Biden's economic advisor, whatever she is, um, she is obvious she doesn't understand where inflation comes from because they are blaming Russia. They're blaming Russia. So as an economist, we have to look at what causes inflation. Well, if you look at their measurement, okay, let's use their standard, which is bogus, but let's use it anyways, because that's what they're using. The CPI, Consumer Price Index, was 7.5. 7.5% inflation when the Russia-Ukraine conflict started. Today, it's 7.9. That's up 5.33% during that conflict. Prior to that, Graham, from Inauguration Day, when Biden started occupying till Russia-Ukraine conflict, it went from 1.7 to 7.5. That's 330% increase in the core inflation rate only 5% since Russia. So what causes inflation? It hasn't been Russia. That's that's a scapegoat, right? That's who they want right. to blame. But it's Biden printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stinking stimulus plan on the planet to pay people to stay home, to do weird stuff. That When you create money out of thin air without tangible backing, it devalues the currency. It takes more of that junk currency to buy valuable goods and services. That's inflation. That came from Biden's policies, not Russia. And frankly, it's been coming from the Fed policies uh, that have been going on now for, well, 
I, I, I guess we could trace it back to even the Bush era that, um, and certainly during the 2009 uh, recession, that the Fed just went wild in terms of printing money and dropping interest rates. And now, you know, back then, I was blowing the whistle. I, I'm sure you were. You were saying at some point the laws of economics trump the laws of politics. And I think we've hit that point. The question is right now, and I want to hear an answer to this uh, from you if you've got one, because we truly are in uncharted territory, right? So the question is, what kind of an ending are we looking at here? You know, I hear people on Wall Street talking about a soft landing, a hard landing. Are you kidding me? We've been experiencing a hard landing in our economy for the last at least two years by my scorebook. It's it's a nosedive. It's it's not even going to be a landing. I don't think you can call it a landing. It's it's crash and burn. I mean, I, and I hate to be negative about it, but but every country, every country that starts to print money without discretion has ultimately had their currency collapse. Look at Venezuela. Look at Argentina. Look at Cyprus. Look at Greece. Right. Those are just modern day examples. Look at Weimar Republic Germany after World War One. Right. When they abandon a tangible standard, the rest of the world wants it. See, this is where we are now, because what happened last week when India and Russia decided, hey, we're going to get rid of the petrodollar standard and start trading for oil in rupees and rubles. That was the big nail in the coffin for the petrodollar, which is the only reason we have demand internationally for our currency right now, because we're treating it like monopoly money. Now it's probably, Graham, going to be country after country after country that follows suit because they don't want to trade in the dollar that's diminishing in value. So I don't yeah. see a soft or a hard landing. I see a crash and burn for the U.S. economy. And and will things ever come back? Of course, things always do, right? Look at the Roman Republic collapsing. Is Does Italy still exist? Is the Vatican still there? Are people still there? Yes, but it's not the same as it was yeah. back then, right? So people will still exist, but it's going to be different. We have lost and squandered our time in the sun is the world's reserve currency because of stupid government policies of printing with excess that, that can't be really be overcome. It's time to pay the piper. All right. So uh, the Federal Reserve is really only weapon it has is uh, raising rates. And I don't think that's going to be enough. So we're looking at some classic warning signs here. Kirk, I only have about a minute left. Classic warning signs of a recession. For example, the inverted yield curve. I don't want to deep dive into that. Just take my word for it, ladies and gentlemen. When the yield curve uh, inverts between the, the two-year and the 10-year, uh, it's a warning sign. We're seeing that. We're seeing rising inf uh, interest rates. That's a sign that a recession could be coming, coupled with inflation. We've already uh, talked about that ad nauseum. And the stock market is, is overvalued. We have a real estate market that I don't know where in the wide world of sports that thing is going. What do you see? Are we, are we headed toward recession here? I think we're headed towards what's worse than that, an inflationary recession, which you talked about last week with me. It's stagflation. That's right. It's stagflation on steroids. It's not going to be a deflationary recession like we saw in the, in, the, in the Great Depression, right, that led to World War II. This is an inflationary one because of their mechanics of trying to fix it, printing money like there's no tomorrow. That's price increases. While the jobs, while the business cycle is declining, less people are working, that's the worst of all scenarios. Right. Okay. So uh, bottom line is we have to protect ourselves. Unfortunately, it's every man and woman for ourselves in this country because government is not going to protect the American people like it's supposed to, uh, whether it's people invading the border or protecting the dollar. 
So uh, we've got to protect ourselves, in my opinion, by owning gold and silver. If, if folks want more information from you uh, regarding that, how do they do it? Call me, 720-605-3900. Tell them Graham sent me, <laughs> sent you, right? Or simply go to the link, kirkelliottphd.com forward slash ledger. Fill out some information so we can set up a free consultation with us. Simply put, right now is a time for God, guns, and gold, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I just distill it down. It's God, guns, and gold. Uh, we have to protect ourselves right now. Kirk, thank you. Coming up next. Why being closed-minded when it comes to God and the Constitution is exactly what you should be, as the Ledger Report continues. I'm Clay Clark, and I'm not an inventor. And this is Bob. My name is Bob Healy, and I'm the inventor of the Grill Blazer Grill Gun. Gentlemen, let me introduce you to oh. the Grill Gun. Oh! Green that anyway. I need that. Yes. So, Bob, how does your equation work? Okay, now hang on. It's a fairly sophisticated equation. You have a grill gun. It creates fire. Fire plus grilling equals America. You push it down and yeah. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Check it out! <laughs> Fire plus grilling equals America. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Welcome back. The Durham investigation. Little by little, former U.S. attorney and special counsel John Durham is revealing the people behind the corrupt Russian collusion narrative and their series of political lies. He's building a base of an investigative pyramid, if you will. And we know who is at the top of it, don't we? Our ledger register. Will the Durham probe result in locking up Hillary? Please go to GrahamLedger.com to register your answer. Thanks in advance for participating. Some final thoughts now. Being closed-minded about your God-given freedom and liberty and the constitutional rights of 300 million American citizens two years ago and today. The pastor at my church sounded like me this past Sunday. He said, being closed-minded doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. In fact, being closed-minded when it comes to God's word is exactly what you should be. Being open-minded is where people, congregations, and entire denominations go off the theological rails. For example, a Christian being closed-minded when you reject calling a male a female. Now, as an American, being closed-minded should mean that you reject all attempts by people and governments to circumvent fundamental rights ostensibly protected in the founding document. I say ostensibly because clearly many of our God-given rights have been shredded most recently in the name of COVID by temporary elected officials. And so, Two years ago this month, yours truly was in an 
absolute state of slow rolling constitutional shock and duress as governor after governor after governor executed this unprecedented attack on liberty in this republic. I could not believe what I was witnessing from my perch in Southern California. Talk of shutting down the free markets. Talk of shutting down my First Amendment right to freely practice my religion at church, remember? Talk of shutting down beaches and parks and gyms. And of course, compulsory deprivation of oxygen by forcing perfectly healthy people to muzzle their rights to free speech. It was both incredible and inconceivable to me, yet it happened. And so I spoke about it like I am here on national TV. It was my greatest, most powerful counterpunch to these tyrannical blows to the gut. Two years ago this month, March 2020, I spoke of the virus numbers not adding up that by my count, the Wuhan coronavirus was no worse than the seasonal flu. And I was correct, wasn't I? Two years ago this month, I begged Americans to reject the governmental tyranny that was being foisted upon them, especially in the blue states. I said, go out and live your lives. Don't be afraid of this virus. And for God's sake, don't hoard toilet paper, fools. I was correct, wasn't I? Two years ago this month, I said to California residents that the time for rallies and protest was over. Instead, what they need to be doing was say no to radical Marxist governor whose policies killed grandparents, destroyed the psyche of millions of school children, and turned entire generations of workers into wards of the state. Unfortunately, a majority of Californians supported the Marxist governor and went along with the greatest internal attack on their constitutional rights in the history of this nation. They should have stood up for their unalienable rights, but most did not. Those of us who did stand up to the Marxist dictators in the Golden State knew we were outgunned, politically speaking. Thus, many of us packed up and left because this fight is not winnable there in California, not in our lifetimes. So again, I was correct, wasn't I? You see, being closed-minded about God and the Constitution are interwoven. Without God, we have no basic human rights. Without the Constitution, we have no protections against government attacking those fundamental God-given rights. To be closed-minded about liberty is to be cut from the same cloth as Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, George Washington, George Mason. To be open-minded about the Constitution is what most Californians did during COVID. Today, those people have lost, probably forever, God-given freedoms that they never knew they had. But make no mistake, they are gone for good. So yes, indeed, I was closed-minded about the Word of God and about the words that make up the U.S. Constitution two years ago, and I am just as closed-minded today. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.